Hi, I'm Gemma Montgomery and welcome to the Excel with Ease business podcast, bringing together service-based business owners in the aesthetic, medical health and wellness sector. Here, we discuss different topics to help you grow a thriving business with ease, supporting your ultimate life vision. Hi there, welcome to this week's podcast episode all about the topic of procrastination. Procrastination is definitely, definitely something that I'm guilty of and I think it's something that we're all guilty of from time to time, be it in our business life, you know, our professional lives or in our personal lives with fitness goals and health goals and any other goal that we may have, we all tend to have the habit sometimes of not taking action and just being in limbo and just complete procrastination. And I know that I've definitely, definitely been guilty of this, particularly over this last couple of months, hence why there's been a pause in the podcast episodes. And I do, do apologise for that. I'm so sorry. Um, So there's usually two reasons why we tend to procrastinate. The first reason is overwhelm. And the second reason is fear and some kind of internal block that we have. Now, overwhelm has been my reason at this current time. And what tends to happen is if you're like me, you want to do everything and be everything and you get all these different ideas and you run with them and then you can kind of hit like a guff you can kind of get a forward momentum and then you can kind of hit a wall because you've just basically, you know, bitten off more than you can chew, taken too much on. There's too many action steps that need to be taken. And instead of tackling them, we kind of tend to hit that wall and basically pause and do nothing. So I've definitely, definitely been guilty of this. So if I just give you an example in my own life, I've obviously got the clinic, which is really busy that I have to travel to. I've got the training company and I'm also diversifying into property as well, which is super interesting for me. I've got um, lots of enthusiasm for it. I'm trying to build um, more security because obviously being self-employed, I don't have a pension. My husband has a pension. But the reason for delving into the property side of things is basically to build more security financially for me um, and for my family as my family grow up. And obviously the whole pension subject as well is in there as a reason. So juggling lots of hats on top of that, you know, like we all are wives, mothers, friends, trying to keep our fitness up. We just have a lot of things going on. And I think often we put way too much pressure on ourselves to be everything, which when we look at it properly, it's not how we're meant to be. It's not achievable. Um, So if you've got kind of a perfectionist tendency of trying to keep all these areas of your life balanced and be 100% in every single pillar of your life. It's a great goal to have, but you've not got to be too hard on yourself if you feel that you're just not quite meeting your own expectations. Maybe it's more about being kinder to yourself and 
giving yourself a pat on the back and speaking to yourself like you would a good friend in the sense that you're doing okay and you're doing the best that you can and nobody can ever ask more of you than the best and if your best isn't good enough then so be it but striving all the time for what's unattainable we need to really really kind of take the pressure off ourselves and remember what actually is important and what are our core values and really start to kind of prioritize things um, as needed. So for me, with juggling all these hats, you know, having burnout in the past, I know my body, I know the cues and I know when I've just got to kind of take the foot off the accelerator, ease off a little bit, reconnect with myself And whether that's just spending some quiet time to myself when the kids are at school, doing things that are not work orientated at all, or whether it's recharging in a sense, sometimes it's it's helpful to recharge socially, not just in isolation. So whether it's catching up with good friends, uh, laughing, joking, just something that's taking you out of that constant push, 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 pressure, pressure, pressure mode, because there's just one strategy and one way that's going to go and that's burnout. So if you've been there and you know the cues, you'll know the subtle signs in your body, in your mind of when you kind of need to just ease off, just breathe, relax and know that all the tasks that you've got in your mind whirling round and round are still going to be there when you come back to them. But if you take that time for yourself, you're going to come back to those tasks with a clearer mind. You're going to be able to kind of tackle them in a way of more ease, more joy, you're going to see more possibility than you would if you were kind of in adrenaline mode and push mode. Um, So I can't emphasise enough how how important that is. So overwhelm, one of the biggest things that helps me when I'm in overwhelm is to literally take a piece of paper or a pad of paper and everything that you can think that needs doing and needs addressing in your head write it down so it's out of your head and it's on paper and just the action of doing that kind of clears space inside and once we've got space inside we can breathe a little bit easier and we can think a little bit more clearer and see possibilities and strategies that we possibly couldn't see before with so much busyness going on inside our mind So if you write all the tasks, all the things that you think you need doing, whether it's business related, whether it's something in your personal life, you've got everything down on paper. I want you to reconnect with your big why and your bigger vision. So the reason in business of why you're doing what what you're doing, what your core values are, what your ultimate goal is. And once you've got the tasks down on paper, just have a good look at them and prioritize them and and think right what are the most what's the most pressing here out of the list out of this list what is going to move me more forward um, towards this bigger vision and towards the goals that I have so if it's a case of you know you've got kind of caught up in the mindset of tinkering around with your logo or just tidying things up on the website is that more important than maybe emailing your list and 
giving them a good piece of information, a good piece of advice, telling them your availability so that you know you've got sales and you've got clients coming through the door. These are just rough examples, but it all depends on obviously what your your goals are, your bigger vision and then your monthly goals as you as you go. So once you start to see them, you can think, oh, actually, yeah, that isn't really, spending a lot of time on that isn't the most pressing that I need to do. This is the most pressing that I need to do. And you can start to prioritize, even if it's putting a number at the side of each task, um, it'll just help you to kind of get a little bit more clearer. Then once you've got those tasks and the prioritization written down on paper, you can plan the tasks into your weekly diary. So you're not looking at everything all at once as a big jumbled mess and thinking, oh my gosh, this needs doing, that needs doing, and I don't know where to start. You can think, right, this week, just this week, I've got the goal of, say for me, three podcast episodes that I want to make sure I've got backed up and ready to go um, for the weeks ahead. Just something really, really simple. Or it could be, right, this week I'm going to make um, two new newsletters for my list and get those backed up, ready to go. So just your business is unique to you and what you have going on and your tasks are unique to you. But when they're in your head, you can't think, you don't know where to start, you get complete overwhelm and then you just melt down and you just do nothing because you just don't know where to start. So get it out of your head, get it down on paper. You might have two sides of A4 once you, know, once you get everything on paper, but just the act of getting it on paper clears that internal space, helps you to breathe a little bit easier, helps you to soften and then you can see and prioritise, okay, what do I need to do first that's going to take me closer to where I desire to be and never forget the vision that you have and your big why. Also, sometimes when we're overwhelmed, when we get the tasks written down on paper or you know the action steps that we need to do, have a good look and think, okay, what is actually in my zone of genius here? Because if you're spending days, weeks, hours on end, trying to build a website and, you know, websites is not your background. It's not your zone of genius. Think of how much that's costing in terms of hours, hours where you could be receiving payment from happy, satisfied, paying clients that want to take your services. So it's weighing up, right, what is worth me offloading to somebody who can get this job done quicker? Yeah, it might cost me money, but it's going to save me a whole lot of work, of hours, of stress, and it's going to give me back some peace of mind. So in those tasks, really have a look at what is your true zone of genius? What are you struggling with that isn't in your zone of genius? And what can you start to outsource? Because believe you me, when we're doing things that just isn't our expertise, it's not what we're good at what we're known for yeah we might be able to get there eventually but we're going to feel absolutely shattered tired burnt out so don't struggle on just see what tasks you can offload and not feel guilty about it because it's going to make you feel so much better in the long run the second reason I talked about with procrastination is fear and this can feed into many different facets so you might have a deep block of 
fear of failure. So it could be, okay, if I start this new thing and I don't get the results I want or something goes wrong, I'm going to have failed and it's all going to be in a waste of time and fear of what's on the other side can stop you make you know taking those action steps and what I always do if I'm kind of procrastinating I know it's more of a fear thing I I think to myself right what what's the options how am I going to feel if I stay where I am what's the alternative to not taking the action steps and staying where I am and usually you know if you if you're discontented in an area of your life so whether it's you know, you, you, you need some changes at work, you're looking for a higher income, you're looking for more job satisfaction, whatever it may be, whether it's a health goal, a fitness goal, you know, you're feeling sluggish, you know, you're not um, optimizing yourself to your full potential, you're not eating very well, you know, you're not happy where you are, but sometimes you don't take those steps because you fear that you're going to fail And we all know there's no such thing as failure. No such thing as failure at all. There's just lessons to be learned and we redirect, we reroute and we always pick up and start again. So if they just think about, if you don't take the action steps that you need to take, what's the alternative? How do you currently feel in whatever area of your life it may be? And we all know that if we don't take any action, we don't take any new steps, nothing changes. So if the alternative of staying where you are is actually worse than the fear of failure or taking the action steps, sometimes we've just got to have a real good old word with ourselves. It can also as well be a form of self-sabotage. I know you've probably heard the podcast episode where I talk about upper limiting So procrastination is definitely, definitely a form of self-sabotage and it's you just through fear, just trying to keep yourself small and it's when the uncomfortable starts to become comfortable and we get familiar with how we feel in that situation and sometimes it's more comfortable to stay with the uncomfortable than to take a chance, take the action and see what is on the other side but you've always got to remember there's no such thing as failure just lessons to be learned pick ourselves up and we just get right back on it with the lessons that we've learned so I hope that's helped short and sweet if you're procrastinating like I have been think about getting that out of your head getting it on paper What's going to move you nearer at this current point out of that whole list? And just start with one thing a week if everything feels too overwhelming. And you'll feel such a sense of satisfaction as you tick off as you go. And sometimes it's actually just making those small baby steps week by week, bit by bit, where you're not seeing major shifts in a quick sort of succession of time, but over time, those it's you build momentum and those baby steps build up and build up and build up till before you know it, big action has been taken. Um, so I hope that's helped. Please message me. Let me know if you've been in procrastination mode like I have and we can be there for each other and know that it's a common thing. 
we're all guilty of it and what we've got to do is literally just tell ourselves, speak kindly to ourselves, take those action steps and encourage ourselves like we would if we were talking to a best friend. Because remember, your body hears everything. It hears how you speak to it and it responds accordingly. So it's really important to be loving and kind and easy on yourself. Okay, hope that helps. You take care. Thanks for listening to the Excel with Ease podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered some useful takeaways. Please rate, review and hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And as always, pass to a friend who you think will find the content super useful. Thank you.